Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it. Until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. Newton Group Transfer. 
They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. That's 888-84-JESSE. Or go to timesharejesse.com, Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. None of what you see is real. You've heard me tell you that so many times at this point, you probably are finishing my sentence as I started. We have another example of a gigantic lie told to you by the system. And the system demanded you believed it. And it was all a lie. What does that mean? means you and I have to adjust things going forward. I'm going to explain what happened and what we have to adjust coming up next on I'm Right. None of what you see is real. I don't say that just because I love the line. I, I really don't. I say it because you and I have to start looking at this life, looking at this country, looking at our system in a different way than we've ever looked at it before and in a different way than we want to look at it. I, I want you to understand this. I'm not thrilled about what I'm about to tell you, but what I'm about to tell you is necessary. It is necessary for you. It's necessary for me. We have to change our way of thinking. And this is tough right? You're used to being an American. You're used to being an American, doing American things, having a country that's, I'm not going to say not corrupt. Every country is corrupt. Every country with politicians is corrupt, but you see real corruption in systems around the world. You've seen it your whole life and you say to yourself, oh man, that's terrible. I'm glad I'm an American. I'd say it too. I've done it a million times. Oh, I can't believe people live like that. I'm glad I'm an American. We say that. It's time for you and I to accept that sometimes there are nations in this world that create cultural institutions that get rotted out and filled with filth, and soon you can't trust anything in that nation anymore. Nothing. It's certainly nothing you see and nothing you hear. Have you ever read a book on somebody who lived in the Soviet Union at the height of all that? Have you ever, one of the things that really, really strikes you, and I've read a ton of these things, every one of them says it, and to a man, every one of them says it, well, we just knew everything was a lie. It's always some version of that. Well, we knew if we picked it up and read it in the paper, it was a lie. If we heard about it on the radio, it was a lie. A little later on when they got televisions, if we saw something on TV, we just knew it was simply accepted. It's not like they were all drones sitting there watching it. Oh, that must be real. It was just common knowledge. Now, you weren't allowed to talk about it. You weren't allowed to admit it, but you watched and you knew. Oh, okay, so that's all a lie. That's how other people have had to live, and that's how you're going to have to live. The system has told you humongous lies, humongous lies. 
Just look in the past year or two, huge lies. Look, just Trump's presidency, Russian collusion. Half the country still believes that. Totally false. Totally false. The way to stop the spread of coronavirus is lockdowns and masks and social distancing. Okay, well, that's not true. We, we, we have the different states right now. We, we know that's not true. George Floyd was murdered for his skin color. Well, look, whether Derek Chauvin is guilty of something or not, they tore the guy's life apart. There's no evidence it was racially motivated at all. There's none of that. Time and time and time and time again, the system has lied to you. And remember January 6th, when a bunch of people walked into the Capitol, and you know what you heard? You remember what the system told you that day? And I don't just mean people on the left. I mean half the politician, politicians and pundits I know on the right. What did the system tell you that day? Five people were murdered. Officer Sitnik, Brian Sitnik, this is a direct quote from the Associated Press. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sitnik, who died at the hands of a mob that besieged the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, will lie in honor next week in the building's rotunda. Sicknick was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during a riot. Oh, they weren't alone. New York Times, quote, he dreamed of being a police officer. Then he was killed by a pro-Trump mob. Even our own Department of Justice, you see, everything is in the system. Even the Department of Justice said, our thoughts and prayers are with the family and fellow officers of U.S. Capitol Officer Brian D. Sicknick, who succumbed last night to injuries he suffered defending the U.S. Capitol against the violent mob who stormed it on January 6th. And not only, not only did the entire system tell you that, I remember because I was one of the people saying, hold on, let's slow down. We don't know any of this stuff yet. We don't know this stuff. Just because everyone's saying it, let's slow down. We don't, we don't know causes of death. We don't know anything about these people. Let's slow down. The entire system screamed at me for weeks. Quit denying it. You're dishonoring his memory. What's wrong with you? The system makes it very, very uncomfortable to go against the narrative. But if you waited and realized that none of what you see is real, you would have seen this that just came out. Quote, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who engaged rioters, suffered two strokes and died of natural causes, officials say. You see, I didn't tell you that to re reca recap what happened on January 6th. And rest in peace, officer. obviously, Officer Sicknick. I didn't tell you that to recap COVID or Russian collusion or any of that. I told you that because there's going to be another big thing, a big thing the system demands you agree with, and it's going to feel so real, and there's going to be video and audio and everyone's saying, I mean, everyone can't be saying the wrong thing, right? everyone's going to be saying it. Next time, shut up, calm down, put the phone down, and wait. That's all I'm saying, because once again, they're all wrong, and I was right. You know who else is right? My buddy John Phillips of the great John Phillips Show on KABC. John, I I'm old enough to remember like 15 minutes ago 
when even questioning any part of the violent mob who murdered Officer Sicknick, questioning any part of that narrative made you a complete social pariah who supports insurrection. Well, I'm looking now, the guy died of a stroke, John. I'd say to people now, they have to accept that everything they see is a lie. Is that too cynical? Well, I think in this particular case, it's absolutely right, not just in this case, but I mean, think about the lies we've been told repeatedly just in the last couple of weeks. I mean, it just came to fruition that the lie that there were bounties put on the heads of of American soldiers by the Taliban turned out to be not true. We had that shooting in Chicago where we were told by, by various members of the mainstream media that the individual was unarmed in that case. That turned out not to be true. And then we have the truth now coming to light on this one. But this one's not even really one lie, Jesse. This is a twofer. Because we we were told initially that he was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. And then we were told he was killed by bear mace. None of those things turned out to be true. But they just move on to the next one and pretend like yesterday doesn't exist. And the spin right now is that... Well, don't focus on the fact that we told you information that wasn't true. Focus on the fact that the right-wing press is trying to use this as proof that the insurrection on January the 6th didn't happen. So they just continue to shift the topic. They, they refuse to take any blame at all, which means they're going to continue to make these, these malicious uh, mistakes in the future. John, what's a solution for it? And I ask it because of this. It's not as if this is just something that you and I get to go on TV and yell about and we know these people are gross and we make fun of them and laugh at their expense. Uh, This stuff, these huge lies they tell, this stuff costs lives, man. This stuff costs fortunes. There are dire consequences for the lies that are pushed out. There has to be some way to check this, right? Yeah, which one of them is going to get banned from Twitter for this? We didn't allow the New York Post to 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 publish an article that turned out to be factually accurate about Hunter Biden because they said that it could impact the outcome of the election. Well, we have rioting in the streets. We have the, the, the destruction of public and private property as a direct result of these false stories that were put out by not one member of the mainstream press, but many of them because they participate in this pack mentality where you have one newspaper or one channel that comes out with the story and then all of them piggyback on it and say, it's been independently confirmed by news agency X. And then there's this cascade of news where people say, well, it's not just one paper saying it, they're all saying it. And if they're all saying it and they all have their independent sources, then it has to be true. And it's not. And it reminds me of of this, this liberal friend of mine who once posted an article on on social media saying that Ann Coulter refused to get on a plane because the pilot happened to be black. And Ann Coulter's a friend of mine. I know that story's not true. It came from some left-wing version of The Onion. And I messaged my friend and I said, just so you know, that's a satire website and the article isn't true, despite the fact that there are like 50 comments of people weighing in on it. And his response wasn't, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. How could I ever post that? His response was, well, it could have been true, and that's the point. Well, (laughs) if your justification for putting stories out that are wrong is, well, it could have been true, and that's the point, then why are we paying attention to them at all? I have just shut off the mainstream news. I don't have it on in my house. 
When I worked for CNN, this is between you and me, uh, and I would be sitting in the green room waiting to go on, I would change the channel so I didn't have to watch it before I'd go on. Um, and my life is so much healthier because of it. Oh, well, John, is America picking up on this? I know everyone hates the media. I know that. But uh, people say these things all the time. Well, everyone hates this. Well, it's important you understand why you hate it. Do people understand why they should hate the American media? Well, they hate us. And, and once you understand the fact that they hate us, it, it becomes easier to tune them out. Um, you know, people, people on our side of the aisle are just as much of a news junkie as people on their side. We just have fewer options. So people always ask me, well, where do I go to get my information? Where do I go to, to find out what's going on in the world? And I always tell them the same thing. Go to your local news, go to your local news channels, go to your local uh, news outlets, because they're so understaffed at this point, they don't have the resources to slant it the way that the, the cable channels do and the networks do. And plus, you get a good breadth of what's going on. You get the sports, you get the weather, you get a little entertainment report. You're good to go. John, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I am shocked at the quality level of local news. I understand this is not universal. You don't have to write and yell about the local hack journalist you have. But even here in Houston, which is not exactly a far-right mecca, it's a left-wing city, our local news, they're out there doing great investigative work, yeah. even during you know the, the Hurricane Harvey disaster, whenever there's a disaster. They're not out there going for panic clicks on their website. They were organizing, helping people, handing out information the drastic difference between local news and national news, it's amazing. Why is that? Because they have a better idea of what's going on. Um, there is a guy here in Los Angeles by the name of Bill Malusian who just got promoted. He's going to the Fox News channel. He's going to be a big star over there. He was the political reporter, the chief political reporter for the local Fox affiliate in Los Angeles. This one guy broke the, the French Laundry story with Gavin Newsom, when LA County Supervisor Sheila Kuehl voted to shut down the restaurants, he was the one that caught her at her local Italian restaurant having dinner literally that night. And I could go on and on and on and on of other stories that he's broken, but they're accessible to us. So all of these people who own the restaurants or worked in the restaurants who saw the hypocrisy, they can get on the phone and talk to him and say, hey, Bill, this is what's going on, or here are the pictures of the warden at the French Laundry, run with it, and he does. And because of that French Laundry story, we have a recall going on in California. Because of his story on Sheila Kuehl, she's declining to run for re-election in a seat that would have been a safe seat for her to win. It has a real-world impact because it's not coming from a slant. It's not coming from a narrative that, that was, was cooked up in some boardroom somewhere in New York. It's just people on the street reporting the news, and that's what the news used to be, and that's what the news should be. Okay, so people like this rock star, he, I mean, I know he already got promoted, but let's assume he got promoted by uh, CNN or something, and he moves to Atlanta, and he just becomes an idiot, a communist, both? He forgets that he's not a real person, any, or that he's a real person? Well, you know, that's always the threat. And I always tell people this. People, people think the news is, you know, like Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather or whatever. Having worked at CNN for a couple of contract cycles, I can tell you that they don't do anything different than what we do. 
those aren't newscasts. Those are talk shows. I would get booked for these shows sometimes weeks in advance, and they would tell you the subject when you were in the makeup chair. Now, that's fine and dandy, but just know, understand that it is what it is. It's talk radio on TV where the host has a slant, the host has a take, the host has a point of view, and that's what's being put out there. But they don't brand themselves as talk show hosts. They brand themselves as news anchors. And, and that's false. That's not who they are. That's not the product they're selling. But people internalize that and believe because they call themselves that, that's what they are. And it's just not true. John Phillips of The John Phillips Show. Thank you, my brother. Thanks for having me. There you have it. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working on the cover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me a drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Now, here's something else that's going to make you uncomfortable. You know I don't like talking about mass shootings. I don't. I just think it's disrespectful, so I, I don't ever put out the name of the shooter or anything like that, and I haven't done a lot of topics like that on this show. But look around you. There was just another one, and then another one, and then another one. You, I can't even count how many mass shootings we've had in recent weeks. These shootings, it, one of the things, if you ever read interviews or watch interviews about the survivors, they say, I'm just shocked that it happened at blank. I mean, one of these took place at a FedEx facility. One of these took place at a grocery store. You need to start carrying your weapon on you at all times. At all times. You must start carrying your weapon on you. And the gear, the way you carry that weapon matters. Northwest Retention Systems. 
Northwest Retention Systems. You can find them at nwretention.com. They don't have just boilerplate standard, oh, here, we have 10,000 of these. They have custom gear for you. Custom gear for you. Scout chest holsters, I go inside the waistband, whatever you choose to do. Start carrying your weapon on you at all times, train with it, and when you carry your weapon on you, make sure you have top quality gear. When it matters, it matters a lot. NWRetention.com, and if you use the promo code JESSE, that gets you 10% off. We'll be back. You know why we focus on different news stories than other programs? Oftentimes, I mean, there'll be one gigantic headline everyone's talking about in the day, and then you turn on the TV and I'm not talking about it. I want you to understand something. I'm not trying to you know, do the opposite thing of everybody else. I'm trying to focus on what I think are the actual important stories. I don't chase the new shiny object all the time. I do not. We have gigantic problems happening right now in the United States of America. And everybody will, will see the new shiny headline that's sexy and everyone wants to talk about it. We still have huge problems. We are currently being flooded, flooded with illegal immigrants. Our, our facilities are completely overwhelmed. They're so overwhelmed, they're now taking people, illegal immigrants, and dropping them off within the borders of the United States of America without even giving them a court date to show back up for. And th look, the ones who do get a court date don't show up anyway. What are we doing? We are artificially increasing the population of the United States of America by the thousands, by the thousands. There isn't a bigger story right now than our system being threatened with collapse because we have a bunch of undocumented illegal immigrants pouring into the country. I was thrilled. Like, I was thrilled to see President Trump on TV actually saying something about the big issues. What do you think the media, because there's been virtual silence on a lot of the aspects. I would, I would argue if it was a daycare center, you'd be shut down and charged with child abuse. They would not stand for it, and they're playing it down as much as they can play it down. It's a horrible situation. Could destroy our country. People are pouring in, but you'll see something as the months go by like you've never seen before. Already it's like you've never seen before. There's never been anything like what's happened at our border. And people are coming in by the tens of thousands. They're walking in. They, they, we had, all he had to do was leave it alone. If he left it alone, we were setting record positive numbers and people would have to come in legally. We had the policy, the ban. We had a ban, which was a great thing from very dangerous countries. They're ending the ban. They've already ended it. So that people can come in from dangerous countries. What they're doing is insane. They're going to destroy our country. They are. They are. And look, I can't, I, I'm never going to let this go. And I understand if you haven't personally been affected by it. It's not something you really think about. But as far as keeping the United States of America going, there's not a bigger deal right now than the fact we have thousands and thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants not only pouring in, not only the ones who have already poured in, but there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's not as if this administration has a solution for the problem. It's not politically possible for the Democratic Party to solve the problem. 
because anything they would do to stop the flow of illegal immigrants makes them look like big meanie McMean faces. And we can't do that when it comes to illegal immigrants. We have to just let everybody in, right? So there's no end in sight. Do you understand we're, the numbers we're talking about here? Over 100,000 a month, 10, 14 times the normal amount of these numbers. Do you understand what that number looks like if you take that over the course of four years of the Biden and then Kamala Harris administration? It's shocking. And look, I'm glad Donald Trump brought up the voting law in Georgia. I'm glad he backed it. I'm glad he said, look, what Georgia did isn't enough. We have to make it even tougher. The Georgia bill is far too weak. It they had needs a much, what? What would you it's like? Just, well, you have to have signature verification. That's you have, they don't have it. Why don't they have signature verification? You want matching. You want matching signatures. They have many things that they didn't put in. The governor and others were afraid to be called racist. So they gave a very weak bill, and they're called racist anyway. They had a much stronger bill a few weeks before this one came out. The governor, what he did is so, is so sad. He's right. Another big deal. I mean, let's be frank about this. If these states that have voting irregularities, if these states that make it way too easy to vote, if they don't do something significant to lock that down, it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we don't win another election. We're all focusing on heavy D and, and 2020, and I'm really excited about this, and woohoo. What if 2024 isn't even a possibility because we can't win an election? We have to start doing better. We have to start focusing on the huge issues of our time. Right now, the country's being flooded with illegal immigrants, and states are not moving fast enough to make sure elections in the future are safer and more secure than they've been in the past. So no, I'm not going to spend every waking moment chasing the new shiny object. And I'm glad, look, I'm glad to hear Donald Trump focusing on it. Should this now be the Republican Party agenda? Should anybody that wants to run for the House or the Senate, should they take this Make America Great agenda and fight for those things that you fought for the four years you were president? If they want to win, yes. We've expanded the Republican Party. You've seen, I mean, the Texas border. Uh, we have the biggest Hispanic vote since, as the governor said to me, he called me up, great governor. He said, since Reconstruction. I said, you're talking about Civil War, right? He said, since Civil War. If you want to win and win big, you have to do that. And he's right. And he's right. And I hope these future GOP candidates take note. No, you don't have to wave pom-poms for Donald Trump. But don't you dare think you're going to go back to the old ways and win. That's simply not possible. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's mint chew. Go, put in your dip. 
just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. All right. I know that was some tough talk, but there's one more big thing we have to talk about. Inflation. The value of the dollar. These numbers they talk about now, a trillion here, two trillion there, four trillion. Remember the four trillion dollar number they just brought up? I understand those numbers are too big for the human mind to comprehend. They are. They're too big for the human mind to comprehend. But one thing you must take away from this, you cannot just print that kind of money without severe, severe consequences. You simply cannot. You know what has been worth a lot of money? And I mean back to ancient times, always has been, is now, and always will be. Precious metals. Patriot Gold Group is here to talk you through the process of getting some precious metals, getting some gold in your portfolio. The time is not tomorrow to start doing this. You're already hearing the talks. You're seeing the headlines. Inflation. We might see inflation. Might see this kind of spending. You're going to see it. Go get yourself some gold. Go to Patriot Gold Group. 866-943-0626. 866-943-0626. We'll be back. Well, Donald Trump had this to say about this Johnson & Johnson vaccine news. (laughs) What the FDA did with Johnson & Johnson is so stupid. They want me to do a commercial saying, take the vaccine. And they think that's very important, and I'd certainly do it. But then I call them, I say, let me ask you a question. You just did something. Six people out of eight million people, somebody said that Tylenol, women's birth control, all cause far more. Six people out of seven experienced million. some difficulty. Mm. Six people, and that's too bad. It's terrible. But they, they paused it. That's the worst thing you could have done from a public relations standpoint. I think it's very suspect is what they did with Johnson & Johnson, because the only people that are happy about that are Pfizer and Moderna. The only people that are happy about that, because what they did is is a terrible, terrible thing. I miss him. (laughs) Joining me now, someone else who I bet misses him, is Pastor Daryl Scott. He's also the author of the book, Nothing to lose, unlikely allies in the struggle for a better black America. Pastor, I, I miss having, uh, I, look, setting aside the political part of it, I miss having a functional adult as leader of the United States of America. Yeah, a functional adult that has um, interesting observations and opinions that usually turn out to be spot on. Even when he said things like Pfizer is one of the ones happy about this, he knows a lot of the behind the scenes Uh, activity that leads into decisions like that. I mean, you have to understand, I know it wasn't just that this administration heard that there were six cases out of the 8 million uh, subjects that took the vaccine, and he heard about six and said, oh, we better stop. There was some outside um, influence 
that went towards that decision being made. And the President Trump is well aware of those type of outside influences, and he's not afraid to call them out. Pastor, what kind of influences are we talking about here? Because this reeks of corporate competitor stuff to, to me. I'm not one to point fingers at anyone individually because I don't know, but this reeks of maybe a competitor of Johnson & Johnson has a steak dinner with the right guy and gets something yanked. If, if I've read too many books, or is it something along those lines? It's something along those lines. I could see them uh, meeting with their lobbyist team and their Apple guys and getting together and who can get through to the administration and impose upon them the severity of this and that they need to do a pause because going forward, they basically eliminated the competition. I mean, nobody is going to voluntarily uh, take that Johnson & Johnson vaccine now. They're not going to do it, you know, because the American public hears, you know, the talking points, and all they know is Johnson & Johnson vaccine causes blood clots. So if I have a choice between the Johnson & Johnson and another vaccine, I'm going with the other vaccine, which just happens to be Johnson & Johnson's competitor. <laughs> Whoever did that, oh, they got a bonus for getting I it done. I can't believe that all worked out like that. It's amazing how that worked. Pastor, are we uniquely panicky and uninformed, or is this just the human condition and that's how people are? That's how people have always been. Listen, that's the human condition. Uh, especially in this 21st century information age. Uh, disinformation is uh, allowed to spread faster than information is spread. You know, I hate to segue to another subject, but I have a case in point, if that's all right. Please. All right. Maxine Waters called for that, you know, violent resistance if they didn't get the verdict that they wanted. But the verdict that they want is a guilty verdict for first-degree murder. Now, so you have all these people that heard that, that if there's not a guilty verdict for first-degree murder, we're going to riot. But there can't be a guilty verdict for first-degree murder because Derek Ferris Chauvin wasn't charged with first-degree murder. He was charged with second-degree murder and third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. But there's going to be a huge segment that says, what? They didn't get him for first-degree murder? Oh, we got to go out here and tear some stuff up now, y'all. And once again, it's the human condition that led to that. So, it, it, it is, and it frustrates me. I, I, I'll tell you one thing that really, really frustrates me as well, now that we're on the subject, is I see these people, like Maxine Waters, like Al Sharpton, that don't have to own the things they push. I mean, I don't have any problem with somebody being an activist for something, but if you're not from that area... And you take your private jet into town and have a steak dinner like your Al Sharpton does, and you sit up and you give a speech, and you pour gasoline all over the fire, and then you hop back in your private jet, and you don't have to live, or work, and worship around the carnage. I have a big problem with that, and it seems to be common with every one of these activist groups in this country. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And here's what immunizes and shields them, the race card. If you say something about, see, here's what it is. Black folks aren't calling Maxine out and they're not calling Al out. And a black person can call them out, and it would stay strictly on the facts of the matter, whatever they're being called out for. But if a white person calls them out, I can re immediately in retreat into the race card, the race shield, and say, hey, they're calling me out because I'm black. Look at that white person, they're attacking me because I'm black. They're saying this because I'm black, and they can cause you to leave the deer and chase the rabbit. Now, I can call them out. I'll call out Al. I'll call out Maxine. They can't play the race card on me. But what they'll try to play on me is the Uncle Tom Coon card. 
oh, look, they went and got Uncle Tom and the Coon to call me out. So they'll use race as a shield to cover their nefarious, sinister activity. And that's what that's what Why'd the, you go the, the culture right? of today has allowed them to do that. Why'd you go to the right? I mean, obviously those are your true <laughs> beliefs, but why not just lie about it and make a lot more money? I'm dead serious. I, I, I think about this all the time. I see the kind of heat you take online and other places, and I see the kind of heat other great black conservatives take, guys like Burgess Owens and others. I see the kind of things people say about him. It's, it's a, I saw some white journalists call Burgess Owens a white supremacist. I'm not even making that up. Why do it? Why not? Why, why bother with it? I mean, you know why? Because I'm at the age where I have to lay my pillow on my, lay my, excuse me, my head on my pillow at night and confront myself. And the thing is, if you can lay your head on your pillow at night and have what the Bible calls the answer of a clear conscience before God, then you're all right. You know, you don't want to lay your head on the pillow at night and know you're a hypocrite, know you're a sellout, know you're this, know you're that. You don't want to do that. And so you get to a certain age like me where I don't give a crap anymore. Jesse, I'll be 63 years old this year. I don't care what I have to care for. <laughs> I criticize somebody and they said, you're jealous. I'm 63. They're 30. What the heck do I have to be jealous of them for? <laughs> it is what it is, man. Uh, what's I'm wrong age. with I'm us? I'm getting towards an... the age, you know, and the older you get, the less you give a crap. And the more you say yeah. whatever you want to say. And so it is what it is. I'm getting towards that age. <laughs> Goodness, Pastor, can you even imagine what I'm going to be like at 63? I do that now at 39. So what's wrong with us as what's wrong with us as a nation? Why are we so divided? And not just divided, going this way. And no, I don't believe it's about uh, feminism or civil rights or environmentalism, Ray, that there's something else here. I, I, I think it's very much a wealthy, powerful people making the peasants squabble while they get more wealthy and more powerful, but who knows? You tell me. It's the media and politics, more particularly the left-wing media and left-wing politics. They thrive off of division. We saw how Project Veritas exposed CNN, and they, they showed their whole card that fear sells, and, and um, that's what they're trying to do, and it's political, and it's, you know, you have these ones out here trying to, trying to, um, I'll give you an example. We have AOC that's trying to promote um, a socialist agenda under the guise of a racial uh, equity. And so, <laughs> hold on, hold on, Pastor. Hold on. We actually have that clip. You know what? Play that clip of AOC so everyone can see what he's talking about. Cli the climate crisis is a crisis born of injustice. And it is a crisis born of the pursuit of profit at any and all human and ecological cost. That's right. Which means that we must recognize in legislation that the trampling of indigenous rights is a cause of climate change. The, the trampling of racial justice is a cause of climate change. <laughs> what in the world? What? What? Here's what she's doing. I mean, in the Bible, in the book of Exodus, when God rained down the plagues on Egypt, one of the plagues was darkness in Egypt for three days and three nights, but it was dark in Egypt, but it was light in the land of Goshen. Like, all in Goshen is light and darkness starts. And so she's trying to act like climate change <laughs> is singling out the blacks and the minorities, <laughs> but not singling out the whites. And what she's saying, oh. what everybody is trying to say is racism, is actually economic classism, 
The, I mean, you know, you always have a lower class, middle class, upper class. Jesus Christ said, the poor you'll have with you always. And so she wants to promote this socialist agenda. And what does socialism do? It eliminates the class structures of capitalism. And so she'll do it under the guise of climate change, saying that those with lower incomes can't afford to... I, I give an example. In the, in the article, it said, well... If, if it's colder in your area because of climate change and you, and you have a low income, you can't afford to keep the heat on longer. So you're being targeted. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just it's economics. Pastor Darryl That's Scott, all it is, economics. I will see you in the, in the gulags, Pastor. Save a spot for me. All right, man. God bless you. Be good. All right. It's really hard to quit dipping tobacco. It's really hard to quit smoking. And I feel like people who've never done it, never did it for an extended period of time, don't fully understand that. And look, if you've never done it, don't start. Don't start. But if you know someone who's doing it, or if you're doing it yourself, it's okay to get some help while you're quitting. And look, I tried all the stupid things you can do when I was trying to quit dipping. I dipped forever. I tried the patch. Walking around with a stupid patch on my arm. I tried the gum. I tried sunflower seeds. You name it. Jake's Mint Chew is what works. Jake's Mint Chew gives me options. Let's me find the flavor I want. It's tobacco-free and nicotine-free. And for you smokers especially, although this works best for dipping too, they have the little CBD pouches that take the edge off, that edge that comes when you're quitting. Go get some. Jake'sMintChew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE for 20% off. We'll be back. Joining me now to talk about social media and the dangerous trends in this country, my friend, editor-in-chief of, of BonginoReport.com, Matt Palumbo. Matt, Twitter permanently bans James O'Keefe as soon as he destroys CNN. Uh, that seems a little odd. CNN and Twitter are two different entities, right? Uh, in theory, yes, although I think we all know the media is really all batting for the same team, and uh, it's become more and more evident, especially in the age of social media and mass censorship, that this really is coordinated. Um, you'll see someone, just some obscure right-wing figure get banned from Twitter, and then it's Facebook, and then it's Instagram, then it's Snapchat, and then by the end of the week, they're banned from Uber Eats, and uh, I don't really see how that happens without any mass coordination. Um, so I think that's what we're seeing here. And, of course, the other proof of that is that it only ever happens in one direction. There's never a case where the left is exposing someone for the right um, and gets banned for the same reasons that they cite um, on the other side. You know, um, they, they censored that new, that Hunter Biden story claiming it was a hacked materials policy. Um, and then I think it was either yesterday or the day before there was a story trending about uh, exposing, you know, quote-unquote exposing people who donated to Kyle Rittenhouse. And that, of course, was hacked information. Um, so, you know, if they were applying their standards consistently, we, we wouldn't see what's happening happening. Matt, what should we do about that Kyle Rittenhouse example you just gave? Uh, look, I know what I think we should do, and I realize this is unpopular. I think 
whether you do it under the cloak of being a journalist or not, if you expose somebody's private information online, I believe you should have yours exposed. I don't do that because I want anybody hurt. I don't want anyone hurt ever. I do that because I think unless you are scared to do it, you're going to do it anyway, and they should be scared to dox people. Well, my, my first suggestion would be donate more to the Connor House uh, Fund, obviously. Um, <laughs> secondly, I mean, the problem with our side is we don't actually fight back. Like, when the left punches us in the face, we, we sneer and go, I guess they're not tolerant after all, as opposed to, you know, actually fighting back and using their tactics against them. You know, as much as we don't like the left, their tactics seem to work pretty well. Um, and we'd be probably better adept just at least, you know, have it be proportional. Like, I'm not saying go on the offense, come out guns blazing. But, yeah, if they dock someone or or or, do, or are going to cancel us over a comment we made 36 years ago, uh, I think it's fair that, you know, you at least uh, – uh, Twitter annoy these people uh, or, you know, escalate it a bit. Um, but, you know, it's, it's listen, I, I wish we didn't have these rules, but they made the rules and we don't really have a choice but to obey them if we want it to be an equal ground. Uh, but you know what I mean? Matt, why does why does our side struggle with that so much? Because I'll say things like this all the time out telling people we've moved into a different era, but this is not this is not what it was like before. We have to play offense now. We have to do things that make us uncomfortable now. And it does. It makes our side very, very uncomfortable. Why the difference in mentality? Well, I think, you know, most conservatives have this. and I used to have this, this naive view that politics is. Even though we have different parties, it is a team sport, and you know ultimately we want the same thing at the end of the day, and we have different policies to achieve it. Um, it's been very clear, you know, particularly in the past ten years, that really is not the case. There, we really have no shared values with a lot of these people on the left, and it's not like. It, you know, it's not just like, hey, we want everyone to have health care, but you want this plan, and we want this plan. It's we want police, they don't want police, you know, and we are worlds apart and there really is no middle ground. Um, and, and uh, you know, they they control everything. They control entertainment, they control pop culture, they control now the government. Um, and we can make a whole list of just, you know, uh, parts of our day-to-day -day experience that are dominated by the left. And it gives people this this perception there's a default liberal reality. And, I, you know, we the amount of brainwashing we have to undo is, is incredible. I mean, uh, just K-12, there's all, you know, all brainwashing there, just college. Um, having some more representation in, in music and, and in movies and in TV shows. I mean, it's a whole, you'd have to sort of redo society to give us even a semblance of representation. Um, and we're not, unfortunately, really doing that much. Although, you know, I, I know there are people that, that are trying, like Ben Shapiro is uh, doing a good job trying to get in more and meet, um, movies and all that. Um, but I think we need more of a concerted effort to kind of, you know, make our own alternative economy, if you will, to what the left has. Okay, uh, Matt, then why are we doing this? If, the, if, if what you say is true, and I believe it is yeah. true, that we have no middle ground, uh, look, this is why I've been talking about a national divorce for a while. People yeah. used to think I was a nutball about two, three years ago when I talked about it. Now I get people writing me about it all the time. A, a nation should only be a nation if you have common values. If, if one guy wants to go live in the suburbs and his wife wants to go do black tar heroin and, and, and tour with a band in Europe, there's no common ground there. You got a divorce. Uh, more or less, yes. And, you know, I think I've been thinking on it recently. I think the way to do a national divorce would be, uh, well, the big divide in this country, more than I think any other um, factor, is urban and rural. That rural, you know, urban areas tend to be extremely liberal, rural areas more conservative. It could make more sense to just break up states and to, you know, have the, the cities be the Democrat part of the state and get broken off to something else. And then the rural areas get broken off into a Republican, st uh, you know, state. Um, you know, if you look at even Illinois, which is solidly blue, the only county that's blue is the one that Chicago is in. Every single other county in the entire state is red. Oh. Um, 
So you could pretty, you know, all the liberals in one area, let them, you know, have their, you know, dystopia there, and then, you know, Republicans get the other 90% of the territory. What's this info? Look, Apple lets Parler back in the App Store, okay? It's unbelievable they got kicked out of the App Store, but they let them back in the App Store. Should we consider that a win? What happened there? Well, you know, the whole January 6th was the excuse to get rid of Parler, but it's one of those things where they wanted to get rid of it the entire time and were more or less waiting for an excuse. Like when, when you know, I can't remember who it was. Who, who was it that fired Mick and Kelly after the blackface scandal? Was that was that CBS or ABC? I, I can't remember that was which. NBC. That wasn't, NBC. That wasn't the real reason she got fired. Her ratings were down massively from the person before her, so that was just their excuse. And it was the same thing here. It was just all right. We can now take this tragedy that really wasn't anywhere near as bad as it, it was advertised. They were now learning, and they used that as a pretext. And um, you know, the justification was that all of this was planned in Parler, and it turns out there was more of a plan in Facebook and Twitter. Of course, they're not going to punish those platforms because they're bad for the right side. And and even before January 6th, there were cases of Parler reporting violent content to the FBI and to authorities, but they create an impossible standard when it comes to uh, hateful conduct in that if you have millions of people on any social network, there is going to be hateful conduct, and it's literally impossible to scan for all of it. So there's always going to be something messed up you can point to and say, okay, we need to ban you for this reason, even if it's more common on places like Facebook and Twitter, and which case it actually probably is. There's private Facebook groups uh, that are more or less unmonitored. You can say whatever you want in them. So I'm sure there's much worse content there than anything in Parler. But, you know, as we know, they're not going to get banned no. for that. Why do we want? Why do we want to police any of it, Matt? Why? Why shouldn't everybody say everything? I'm one of these super supreme free speech guys. I want Louis Farrakhan and ISIS and Antifa and Black Lives Matter and every 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 scumbag out there. Let them all have a have a say and let the people decide what they want to follow, what they don't want to follow. Yeah, I think as long as you're not directly call, calling for violence, and I say directly, and that the left yeah. will redefine anything as calling for violence. As long as you're not doing that, yeah. and as long as you know the only other exception would be if it's a you know a network that allows children on obviously you'd want to have some sort of uh controls there but i don't think most uh, allow people under 18 on anyway um or at least aren't supposed to so matt palumbo appreciate you my brother thanks man all right you're gonna have to remember how i've been telling you to if you can pack up and move pack up and move pack up and move if you're in one of these blue areas, get to a red area, make it redder. And as someone who has done it, life is better there. You want a big, bright, shining example of that? I'm about to show you one coming up next. What have I been telling you? Balkanize, move. If at all possible, pack up your stuff and your family and get to a red area and then work to make it redder. Why? Because there are some people in this country who are living in crime-ridden, Democrat-run areas where they're not even allowed to carry a gun to defend themselves, and the new laws getting passed are worse than the bad laws they already had on the books. And then there's places like Florida, this is Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd. I've got something I want you to see. This is what we enjoy in Florida. This is the Florida we know and love. This is what our governor, our speaker, our president, this is what all these law enforcement officers 
and administrators and sheriffs and police chiefs and their officers do every day. They guarantee an environment where you can come here and have fun. Heck, you can even have more fun. Here's another picture. This is the Florida we know and love. We're a special place. And there are millions and millions of people who like to come here. And quite frankly, we like to have them here. So we only want to share one thing as you move in hundreds a day. Welcome to Florida. But don't register to vote and vote the stupid way you did up north. You'll get what they got. <laughs> I think that's a good way to sign off. I'll see you tomorrow. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate 
immediate need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need, and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word supportifcj.org. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Supportifcj.org. God bless and thank you.